All right. <laughs> this is Sebastian Minabicelli. I'm your multimedia editor and your host for Gator Talk, a Golden Gate Express podcast that brings news to Estes State students. From here to the end of semester, I'm going to go on to publish two episodes a week. We're going to push on through. For more information and coverage, check out thegoldengateexpress.org or at Gator Talk Pod on all social media platforms. Here's a quick preview of the show. I'll be updating the audience with a quick news brief with news that happened this week that matters to EFSA State students. Campus news reporter Sydney Vargas will be joining in for the main story. So here's a news brief. California Governor Gavin Newsom announced April 15th that California residents of 16 and older will be eligible to receive the available COVID-19 vaccines, which also now includes the Johnson & Johnson vaccine dose. But wait, 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 wait. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is back after the federal pause was lifted Friday. San Francisco Mayor Lennon Braid also announced that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine bills will also be resumed for use in the city. Over two-thirds of residents have now received the vaccine and everyone 16 and up is eligible. We're close to ending this pandemic, Mayor Lennon Breed said in a tweet. However, the San Francisco Chronicle ran a piece that a Bay Area man is under UCSF's care after experiencing blood clots after taking the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine dose Sunday. This is after there were 15 cases nationwide in which three women have passed away. So here's the last part of the news brief. The San Francisco Main Public Library and Civic Center is set to reopen May 3rd. Sorry, y'all, that was a huge news brief. Here's the main story with Sydney Vargas. Hello, everyone. Sydney Vargas here. And today I get my second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Something I'm really looking forward to is being with vaccinated friends and family again. At the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, happy hour Zoom calls with friends you hadn't talked to in ages and Instagram tag challenges helped keep us connected. As the months drew on, it grew harder and harder to exist, much less engage with friends without technology. Which got me thinking, this isn't new. People have used the internet to create long distance friendships for ages. Granted, the whole world may have not been on lockdown at that time, but there still must be insights solely online friends have about sustaining fulfilling friendships online. Researchers Travis Cruikshank and Shane Rogers found in their study that while most people reported no impact on their friendships, 27% of people reported a deterioration in their relationships with friends. These people were more likely to also report not increasing their level of communication via technological means. Sooner than later, we will be able to see the bottom halves of our pals' faces without worry. It still doesn't mean that we can't use technology to nurture relationships and find community. In Zoom classes and work this year, my friends Shabon and Tatiana often brought up the close relationships they fostered online prior to the pandemic. I asked them about it. Allow me to take you back to the year 2008. Maddie is around 14 years old and sits behind their computer in the muggy Florida air. They are only just getting used to it. Their family moved from upstate New York to Florida, which resulted in them being held back a grade. The friends they did have at the new school would often make fun of them. I was just trying to be a part of something. I didn't have that constant connection with people. And so I think I was like super lonely. I think I was really lonely. Um, and also I just like, 
I'm a Gemini. So I wanted to like put myself out there and just connect with people and talk. Um, and so I got into reading because of that, because of like the nerd fighter community. And so I was super into Twilight. I was just posting like videos of me talking about Twilight, books I read, my life. Then a user messaged them. Their name was Kat. I know them today as Shabon. They were like, hey, let's be friends. And they were my age. And, and I think they messaged me on like a specific website that was for ner nerd fighters, like a nerd fighter social media website. And I think that's how we became friends. And we were also on YouTube. So I gave them my like real screen name because I don't know, I trusted them. And I don't remember exactly how it started, but I remember like being over like one of my friend's house and like, like talking to them on my friend's computer and we were like talking about twilight like we were all into twilight in eighth grade i was the first one of my friends and we just like it was just so easy to come home and like have friends online like it was already a part of my life like after like in middle school i'd come home i'd go on aim i'd go on myspace um and specifically like as we got like into high school we would like video chat like almost every night and this was before like iPhones and anything. So we had like all these different like random websites we would like try to like, um, oh, well, there was Skype too. There was Skype. And so we would, we would stay in contact that way. But I think for me, I've been thinking about it, um, like, like what it meant for me and why it was so easy for me to have internet friends sort of. And it was cause like, it was easy for me to just get online cause they were online and there was no pressure. How did Kat's friendship impact you at the time? Kat and I, Kat actually helped me get into theater and get the confidence to join theater because I had always wanted to do it, but I, I like the spotlight, but at the same time, like I get really nervous. Mm -hmm. And so Kat in, like really inspired me to get into theater. And I don't think I would have been as heavily involved in theater and known the amazing people I know if I wasn't encouraged to and inspired to by like what she they were always doing. And they, um, yeah, and that, and now I'm friends with like so many people from like high school just because Kat inspired me. Like I wouldn't have the, the friends that I have, I think, if I didn't join theater. So I now thinking about it, it's all, it's all Kat. We're going to take a quick break. Support the Golden Gate Express work by signing up for our online newsletter, following us on Instagram or Twitter at GGX News and visiting the website at goldengateexpress.org. Tatiana and Naomi met on Tumblr in 2012 and gladly joined to talk about their affinity to online friendships. I asked them if they remember how their friendship began. We don't remember exactly like how it happened and stuff. And even, I wish I could go back on my blog because I still have a Tumblr, but my original blog got accidentally deleted uh, because I'm a dingus. And so it just like, it's evaporated into the, the ether of the internet. So I don't have all of our old messages, but I remember like my blog had a specific layout. Like I was doing the coding in the, oh, wow. <laughs> the stuff, you know it. And like, we, yeah, it, I mean, it just started because one of us followed the other one because we were posting similar things. Um, and I remember I was always itching for like an internet buddy. And so we started going into each other's ask box uh, boxes a lot until <laughs> we just like became friends. <laughs> I had always heard of people who would like met on the internet 
and then like still become friends and like been friends I mean this is back from like MySpace and things like that people who had become friends um just solely online and then you know kind of progressed in their friendship until they finally met up and so um I wasn't necessarily looking for a friendship or looking for anything but I was just like oh this person's like really cool and I think they're super awesome and they are like really interesting because they live in California and that's like not super far away but it's far enough away that it's new to me all of these sources ended up eventually meeting their internet besties in person however none of them said that they felt like it was needed I mean it definitely like changes it in a way like it makes it like not more meaningful, but it, it like enriches your friendship because, and, and if anything, like it's satisfying. Oh, I, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. Also, I'm about to get my period. That's probably why, but like, I don't know, like, so I'm, so like, I haven't met a lot of my internet friends in person and I actually like, I'm totally fine with that, but I do want to eventually meet a lot of them. And I think I have kept in touch with those I've met in person a little bit more just because you get to make those in-person memories because as much as we get from this virtual, there's nothing, I think if anything, what we've learned during COVID too, is there's nothing that can replace being in person. Like I've had long distance relationships. I actually was dating someone and started dating them when we met each other for the first time. And there was nothing that could replace that in-person relationship and like bond you, you have when you meet someone. But one of my new friends is like, I can't wait till we meet in person. And I'm like, okay, but I'm like, totally, like, I totally love seeing you here, but you can't like smoke weed together, drink, like you can't share the same food. There's something like, I wish I lived right next to Kat because I want to make her food. Like she is, <laughs> they have carpal tunnel and all I want to do is like make food for them because it's hard. Um, but the first time we met, I mean, it was under like special circumstances too, because a year before my dad had died and um, a month before her dad had died. And I was just, I just was like, Hey, I'm going to come visit. I think this was like right after or right before I was like, Hey, I'm going to come visit in California. Can I come see you? Like I'm already, I'm going to be staying with my friend, Anthony, like, let me come stay with you. And I just planned to stay for like a day and I stayed longer. I stayed as long as I possibly could. Um, and then like rushed to like get to the airport basically because I just wanted to spend time with them. I don't think it hurt, but you know, I like I think it was definitely I don't think it was needed even a little bit because like I feel like if Tati and I had never met, we still would be doing this like right now, you know. Um, I think it was just like an added benefit of just like, oh, hey, like I have a friend that I can go visit who is far away from me. And now I get to experience their life for a few days or like be a part of like their routine, their whatever. And to me, like personally, like that's part of the reason why I like having friends is because I get to be a part of somebody else's life too. And so um, while I was already a part of Tati's life, it was like, oh, I was physically there. This is pretty cool. Like, I get to see the same things that she's seeing. I get to taste the same thing she's tasting. Like, I get to, like, you know, just have the same experience um, by being in the same place. But I definitely don't think we needed it. And I don't think it would have affected us any kind of way if I hadn't met them yet. Um, because truth of the matter is, is if I didn't go in 2018, probably would have gone later. <laughs> like, These stories really touched me. Such special friendships out of fandoms and blogs that have lasted for years. Maddie is moving again, but this time to Arizona to live with Kat. 
As for Tatiana and Naomi, they are excited for a life after COVID where they can plan another trip to see each other. Yeah, I think that a lot of the time, the, the difficult thing with a lot of people and in, in wanting online friendship is that they don't really know where to start. And they're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just want an online friend. But like, honestly, the, the, the easiest way to start is to just start talking to someone, just like start replying to people's posts and, and saying things. And eventually you will become friends or you won't if it doesn't work, but like, you can't really know until you try. And something that's been like really cool for me is during quarantine, ever since COVID started, I started watching Twitch streams, which is wild because I don't play video games, <laughs> but I was just like, I'm bored. I want to do this. And I started watching like one specific streamer. I came to the platform for one streamer because I liked her Instagram content. And so I was like, I'm just going to follow you here and see what happens. And then like there was a whole community kind of built around that streamer it has like a discord server and stuff like that. And people have made friends through that. And like, I'm starting to talk to some people through that discord server and like making more friends. And it's really, really cool to see. And that was the episode. This is Sydney Vargas. I'm a campus news reporter and your guest host for Gator Talk. New episodes will premiere Friday morning. So stay tuned. And with that, I'm signing off.